Welcome to Word Today. I am Levi Johnny Griffin. And if you are new here, I want you to know that everyone has a bias. So I need you to identify yours and check it at the door because on Word Today, the only opinion that matters is God's. What are we going to be talking about today? Well, I'm glad you asked. We talked about last time the nine characteristics of highly desirable women. I thought that was pretty dope. That replaced our series about highly desirable people. Where we tried to mesh men and women together. Unsuccessful. I wish I had a button. Like that's what I pressed. Like like it was just it was just it was just bad. Just trust me. All right. So we broke it up. We did women, and now we're doing men. Ten characteristics of highly effective men. But before that, I want to hit you with this. Christian fun facts. Exactly. Our fun facts. So. Uh, three questions and I'll answer them when we come back. The first question is, in what city was Jesus born? For most of us, that might be a pretty, pretty slow pitch, maybe low hanging fruit, pretty easy one. Next, how many books are there in the New Testament? Uh, we know it's 66 books overall, but how many of those are in the New Testament? Bonus question, how many did Paul write? <laughs> All right. So, uh, and number three, what type of insect did John the Baptist eat in the desert. What did he eat? He was he was eating. He had like a Big Mac um, with with honey, but the meat wasn't soybean like McDonald's. Just kidding. I don't know what you know McDonald's uses, but I know they buy a lot of soybean. Just saying. Um, so what was John the Baptist's meat anyway uh, that he used for his burger? What did he? Eat? All right. When we come back. All right, so the answers to those are Bethlehem, 27, 13, and Wild Locust. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, 27 books of the New Testament, making there be 39 books, 39 books of the Old Testament for a total of, you guessed it, 66 books um, in the New Testament. They say Paul is believed to have written the majority of the New Testament because if it's uh, 27 books, and he has, of course, the 13 letters, you know, Going to uh, Philippians, you know, the church in Galatia, Galatians, the Romans. Uh, and then, of course, those 13 books. Uh, and then he had is believed to have written Hebrews, which make it 14 books um, of the 27, making it over half of the New Testament will be Pauline epistles uh, and locusts and wild honey. That's what John the Baptist ate. So anyway, jumping right into uh, the can. 10 characteristics of highly effective men, just like the nine characteristics, excuse me, 10 characteristics of highly desirable men. This is not the 10 characteristics of highly effective men. Maybe that's the next, another podcast, but 10 characteristics of highly desirable men. And like the nine characteristics of highly desirable women, I got the first 10 or got the uh, non-biblical topics from uh, Lifehack. So a big shout out to Lifehack. Uh, and there's a link uh, in there for life hack. Thank you. Uh, I found the women's one to be a great article. Um, so let me see what I think about the men's one right here. So let's jump right into it. All right. So number one from life hack, they say that men, um, are authentic that, you know, uh, the highly desirable men are authentic that most men and probably this would apply to most people, but most people try to show their best face. And, and, and I think men are very guilty of it. We want to be strong. We want to be perfect. We want to be the perfect man. Uh, and, and they say women, you know, they kind of don't want the game, don't want the hustle. Um, so when a man is just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is my successes. But hey, this is where I struggle. These are my failures. 
they see it comes across as more authentic. Um, they, you know, when you showed the scars, right, and your hands and feet, you come off as being real. And um, that's the first characteristics of a highly desirable man. So, hey, man, don't feel the pressure of trying to be perfect. Just be you, man. Now, you know, have some dreams, have some goals, have some ambitions that you're chasing. Um, but don't try to make it like you're a super baller and you're not. Just say, hey, I'm not a super baller today, but I, these are my dreams. And I tell you, fellas, I think women appreciate an ambitious man. They can say, hey, yeah, he's not, um, you know, the president of the company yet, but he's working his way up from the busboy. He's taking some online classes. Uh, he's, you know, gotten in good with the boss and giving him a little extra responsibility. And, you know, and they can they can travel that journey with you. Um, and I think women respect that. Um, I said women need to get with a man that has ambition and is going some places. And uh, if you're seriously trying to go some places, I think women hop on board with that. Number two uh, from Life Hack, they treat other people with respect. Come on, man. Don't be ego tripping. Don't ego trip. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But anyway, uh, respect people. Uh, I think women, you know, Life Hack is just saying, hey, show respect. And, and, and ladies, if a man doesn't respect the people around him, then he's not going to respect you. I mean, just come on. He's uh, being nice to you because you're in his favor. The minute you're not in his favor, he's going to treat you like he's treating everyone else that's not in his favor. So go after a man that is respectful. And this is what it's saying that desirable men respect other people. Um, And I think that doesn't just make you desirable to women. I think it just makes you a desirable person, likable person that people want to hang around. Number three, uh, from Lifehack, they love women and Lifehack has a Zan Perion, I think that's how you pronounce it, quote, and I'm going to paraphrase that quote, um, and it's love women openly and they will love you openly. He says, hey, a man that loves women isn't ashamed to celebrate his woman uh, gets loved by women. And I think, hey, who doesn't want to be celebrated? Who doesn't want, you know, if someone likes you, you know, are you going to be more apt to like them back if they are in the closet about it. They're not, they're kind of afraid to be around you. So recently uh, I had this girl uh, and we were hanging out and she's telling me about the guy that, you know, she liked or kind of liked her. Uh, I think she liked him and he said he liked her. And I was like, man, you need to, you know, got to kind of pull the trigger on this. And she was like, no, because he acts like he's ashamed to be out in public with me. You know, he doesn't really, you know, he's, he's only lovey dovey in private. He's not really lovey dovey when his friends are around and I was like, mama, that's a red flag. That's a big, big red flag. He wants you for your body. He wants you to maybe not be lonely, but he doesn't want you just to want you. I, you know, I told her a story where I, you know, years and years and years, years back, I was young. I was in Virginia. I drove from Richmond, Virginia, basically all through the night to get to Florida, to give a girl, my girlfriend at the time, a car to give her a car. And I flew back. So that her and her daughter, she had a daughter, would be able to have transportation to work. And I'm like, man, when a guy really loves you and is into you, he will move heaven and earth to make you smile and to make you happy. Uh, so if he's not moving heaven and earth to try to win your heart, but instead he's kind of hiding you from the friends. I, I've, I've, I know what that is, girls. And that's that's not good. That's not good. You want to run away from him. If he can't love you in public, then he doesn't need to love you at all. Number four. Uh, they do work that matters. It says that highly desirable men have a job that they're passionate about. And I can I can see that. I think, you know, we all want to be around passionate people. If you're in a doldrum, you hate your life, you hate what you do 
and we spend more time at work than we do with our family. So if you really hate what you do, you're going to come home drained. You're not going to really have anything interesting to talk about. You're not, you, you know, a dead end job kind of sucks the life out of you. You hate to go there. You hate to be there. You don't have the spark of, you know, let's accomplish this. Let's do that. If you feel that you're not passionate about your job, fellas, check out, man. Closing time, semi-sonic. All right, five. They value the support. Uh, they value a supportive relationship. It means highly desirable men want a woman that supports them. Fellas, um, I can I can agree with that. I can agree with that a hundred percent. Now I'm not saying that I'm a highly desirable man, or am I? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I know one, one thing that's uh, so corny. I know one thing that I like is I like a woman to be supportive. You know, obviously I have these podcasts that we do twice a week. Um, and you know, viewership and on some of these podcast outlets, you know, I've clicked, you know, climbed from number 4,000 to in the one hundreds and that's a big, big deal. Um, and yeah, and I want a woman that's Selena, my dog barking, but I want a woman that's supportive. I want someone that is, that can celebrate my accomplishments. In the article, it says, um, undesirable men, they'll just settle for just a woman to be there, just a warm body. But a desirable man wants a woman to be engaged in his life and celebrate his victories uh, and be there and be supportive. And I can agree with that. I know I want a woman to be supportive of the podcast. I want to listen to him and say, hey, this sucked. I absolutely hated this. Or you missed this. This was a blind spot. Think about this. Critique me. Be a help me. Help me get better at my craft and what I do. So, men, get someone. Don't just settle for a warm body or a, a big button, a smile. A Coke and a smile, whatever your vernacular is, just uh, don't settle. Get someone that that supports you in your basketball, uh, wanting to be a three on three hood star. You know, somebody that that gets behind that, gets behind your dreams and ambitions. Uh, ambitions. Um, all right. Well, number six, they follow their own path. So they follow their own path. It says, hey, they listen to their parents. They listen to their friends. They listen to all of these people that have their back. But at the end of the day, they have to do what makes sense for them. And I think that speaks for itself. There's, you know, my mother, my own mother, when I was growing up, she was like, oh, music isn't going anywhere. This stuff isn't going anywhere. And once I became successful at it and had, a, you know, several studios on the East Coast and, you know, doing marketing company, then she was very supportive. Um, so I think you have to really, you know, get the, the Bible says, you know, there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel, right? So you should go to wise people, your parents, pastors, uh, successful friends, people that are wise, people that can advise you. But at the end of the day, you have to do your own thing. I'm sure there are people that told, um, the, you know, the McDonald's franchise, if you've seen that movie, hey, they shouldn't do this or they couldn't do it. And next thing you know, it's McDonald's or, you know, Elon Musk with Tesla or any giant or Bill Gates with with Microsoft or Steve Jobs with Apple. You know, these guys had people that said you can't do it because it's it's ambitious. But don't ever let ambition stop you. Ambition should be what you strive for. Do something significant. Make your life matter. Um, all lives matter. Right. Not really. If you know, if you can die and no one remembered your name. Did, did your life matter as much as you think it did? And that's uh, that sounds cold, but I, I'm just challenging you to make your life matter. If you save one soul and you died with with the purpose, God gives us all purpose. But if you don't fulfill yours, then your life didn't matter as much. Or if you walked away from the faith, then maybe your life didn't matter as much. I'm just I'm just challenging your thinking. I'm not saying it doesn't. 
I'm just challenging your thinking. If you die, it's kind of like if there's a guitar that is made for the purpose of being the greatest guitar, you know, having the greatest sound there ever was, but it, the pickups are broken and you never hear it. Did that guitar really matter? It never fulfilled its purpose. It wasn't beneficial. They weren't able to build prototypes after that one because it didn't work. So did that guitar really fulfill it? Was it was it beneficial? And someone say, yeah, they made it. Then they could just make another one. But if the other one doesn't work either or if the other one does work, then the, the first significant if it didn't benefit in any way. So anyway, that might be a terrible example, but you get the point. If you don't fulfill your purpose, you, you may not be as significant to the kingdom as you think you are. Fulfill your purpose. Follow your own path. Fulfill it. Live in it. Seven. They are willing to take risks. You got to be a risk taker. I think women want a man that, that's daring, that's you know willing to jump off the cliff of his dreams uh, at the hope of flying um, versus someone that's scared to, to bling, scared to think, scared to uh, make a move. So be able to take risks. No, no guts, no glory, no risk, no reward, right? Number eight, they have a plan for life. There's nothing more sexy uh, to me than a woman that has goals, dreams, plans. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be a doctor. I have this going on. I love that, man. I love it. So, yeah, I'm sure it's just as attractive on the other side. You know, to have a man that says, hey, man, these are my goals. This is my plan. I got this. This is what I'm shooting for. And I'm taking X, Y, and Z steps already in the motion to get there. Number nine, they're emotionally strong. No woman wants to cry, baby fellas. You know, uh, life has me down. The man keeps me down. They keep me down. The turtle, the turtle looked at me crazy. He kept me down. You know, just come on, get it together. You got a bump on the nose, you know. Wipe off the blood and keep it moving. A woman wants a man that's strong. If she's breaking down and then she looks at you for strength and you're breaking down, she's like, I can't believe that happened. And then she looks at you and you're like, I know, I can't believe it happened. You know, like, whoa, you know, come on, get it together, man. Not saying that, you know, boys don't cry. Boys do cry. I've cried tons of times. Tears of joy, tears in worship, tears of sadness. But it's not that you don't cry. It's that you don't stay down. You don't sink into depression. You don't, you know, fall and you just can't get up. You just you have your five minute tears and then you get up and start conquering the world again. Number 10, they make an impact on the world. Do something that you love. You know, become a giant in your arena. If you're a boxer, become the best boxer, become the Muhammad Ali of boxing. If you're a pastor, open churches, evangelize, save. So be the best at your arena, make an impact on the world. Don't die and not have a thousand people at your funeral that says, hey, this person changed my life. All right. You heard that sound. Uh, it's time for Giants of the Faith, uh, formerly known as Hometown Heroes. So today, our giant of the faith is a man that is known for his honesty, his piety uh, and his determination against all odds to honor all of God's children, regardless of uh, race. Uh, he's a man who is at the cost of his life fought to end slavery. Our giant of the faith today is Abraham Lincoln. He lived out loud and as a black American, I thank him for doing it. All right. That was our giant of the faith. Getting back. We had we heard the 10 life hack uh, characteristics of a highly desirable person. Uh, let's let's get into some biblical traits of a highly desirable excuse me highly desirable man let's get into some biblical traits uh to back that up of a highly desirable man and i agree with life hack i think life hack i applaud you i wish i had an applause sound but i would just clap myself and i'll just cheer Woo! that's thanks life hack um so 
And let's get into, you know, what, what God says, what God has to say about what a highly desirable man is. Proverbs 1 says, listen, my son, hey, listen to what your father has to say. Listen to his father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland of grace to your head and a chain to adorn your neck. That means that a highly desirable man does what? He listens to his parents. The Bible says, honor your mother and your father. Your days may be longer. A highly desirable man listens to his parents. 10. Doesn't mean you have to, you can't be your own man, but you regard what they say very, very highly. And you have really strong and intelligent reasons if you decide to disregard it to go another way. Number 10. My son, if sinful men entice you, do not give into them. A good man, a godly man, he, you know, they're going to come and say, hey, let's do this, do that. But if it's not characteristic, then they're not going to do it. Myself, I'm in the Navy and we were doing a PT test and I really wanted to do 100 push ups and 100 sit ups. Um, and I got to 97 push ups. Well, the guy who was counting for me thought that, you know, at 97, what's three more? You know, most people are doing 40 or 50, man. You're doing, you just bust out 97. I'm going to give you the three. So he went, told the lady I did a hundred and I heard it. So, um, and then I did 104 sit-ups and he told the lady 104. So when she came by and she says, okay, to verify my numbers, I was like, Hey man, I, uh, I must've messed up on three of those. They're, they're really only 97. And uh, then, you know, later he was like, hey, man, I, you know, I may have miscounted or just was trying to hook you up or whatever, whatever the case was. And, uh, and I think there was a moment where you just really have to show your integrity. Um, it would have been great to have put 100 down. But if I didn't get 100, then I don't want it. I want what I earn. And if I earn less than what I shot for, then, hey, you know, I still probably did double what everyone else did. Not bragging, but when you have an ambitious goal and you work and train for it. Um, even if you fall start, like kind of like that saying goes, if you shoot for the heavens, even if you fall short, you uh, not wind up in the stars. I maxed out. I did. My max is only like 89. My personal goal was 100. So I did more than uh, what was required um, even to max out. You know, there's kind of like, you know, low level satisfactory. Then you get like excellent, you know, outstanding. Then you get max. So I, I passed through the ranks and did more than max. Um, but I wasn't going to take credit for something I didn't do regardless. So the three wouldn't have mattered uh, for anyone other than us knowing that it wasn't the truth. So a little bit of character. Proverbs four. Number one, listen, my son, to a father's instruction, pay attention and gain understanding. A wise man knows how to listen. Get wisdom. Verse five, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words to turn or turn away from them. So wise man, a good man is a desirable Man is going to have wisdom, he's going to have understanding, and he's going to stick with it. Even when it's beneficial to get those other three push-ups, he's not going to do it. Why? Because he has character and he has wisdom and understanding. Number six, do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. A good man not only seeks money, he seeks to know, know things better, to understand better, to be wiser, to govern his house better, to love his woman better, to be a better son, to be a better father. A good man, a desirable man seeks to get better at everything in every area of his life. Number seven, the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. A desirable man is willing to forsake all to get wisdom. Yeah, I might lose some time, but I'm going to sit here and read the Bible. I'm going to read this book. Yeah, I might not um, be able to go shoot basketball this weekend, but I'm going to take this online class. See, they're forsaking whatever it takes to get better, to better themselves. Remember, your life is your is really uh, based on your decisions, especially in a democratic country. Your life is 100% based on your decisions. And the better you are as a human being, the wiser you are, the better your decisions, the better your life. 
Why not forsake all? Number eight, cherish her and she will exalt you, embrace her, and she will honor you. Your wisdom will bring you in high places, right? Number nine, matter of fact, the Bible says your gift will bring you before kings, right? Your gift, your, your wisdom will give you what gift to get. Number nine, she will give you a garland of grace to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. All of this is wisdom. Desirable men are wise. Proverbs five. Number one, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ear to my words of insight. A good man can listen. A desirable man can listen that you may maintain discretion and your lips may preserve knowledge. A, a desirable man isn't gossiping. He's not in other people's business, just like a desirable woman. They're on their own nine, nine. So they don't have time to be in your eight, eight. Right. Number three, for the lips of the adulterous woman drip honey and her speech is smoother than oil. A desirable man isn't trying to fool around with somebody else's wife. He got his own woman or his own wife, and he's not trying to mess with yours. Hey, keep a keep to a path far from her. Do not go near her, the door of her house, lest you lose your honor to others and your dignity to one who is cruel. Someone finds out everyone. No, all the people that have been caught in adultery, they all had a plan to not get caught in adultery. Don't think you're so slick that uh, you're the exception. You're, you know, everyone think about all the celebrity scandals, all of the personal people who've gotten a divorce uh, due to the scandal. Some of them say, oh, we just had differences, but they were caught in divorce. Don't think you're so smart. You won't get caught. And regardless, if regardless, if your mate catches you, God already caught you. He was watching you do it. Number 15, drink water from your own cistern, running water from your own well. Once again, drink your own water. You got your own girl. Drink that. Don't go to somebody else's well. 16, should your springs overflow into the streets, your streams of water in the public squares, let them be yours alone, never be, never to be shared with strangers. Don't share your loving with somebody else. Your woman shouldn't be sharing her loving with someone else. Stick to your own wells. 18, that's wisdom. That's a desirable man. He honors his family and he has his family honor the family. 18, may your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. A lot of wisdom is, is surrounded around a lot of these proverbs are surrounded around a wise man, a desirable man. One, seek, putting his family first and putting wisdom uh, first, getting wisdom, getting understanding, putting his family first. Um, these should be on the top of the priority. There's, there's three first and they all should be on the top of the priority. 18, may your family be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. 19, a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always and may you ever be intoxicated with her love. And I thought, you know, you know, is this language a little too strong for a podcast? This is the Bible, though. If I can't read the Bible on a podcast, I shouldn't be doing podcasts, not religious podcasts anyway. It says, may her breast satisfy you all her days. Her her loving, that's your wife. If it's your girlfriend, hold on to she's your wife. But if that's your wife, her loving should satisfy you. And if her loving doesn't satisfy you, y'all talk it out. Find, you know, play Batman and Robin. What have you got to do to get the spark back? And if you just find your heart's not in it, then serve her. You know, you want to fall in love with something, serve you. The human heart wants to love. It'll fall in love with anything. You plant a tree and then watch it grow five years from now. It's it's growing big and strong. You're going to be in love with that tree. Someone come to try to chop that tree down. You're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my tree because you've fallen in love with it. You fall in love with your kids because you invest in them. You invest time in them. You invest money in them. It's strong. You've done everything you could for them. So you love them. Start honoring your wife. Rub her feet when she's tired. Rub her back. Take her to a massage. Invest money in her. Take her hiking. Don't have her want a date night. Say, baby, we're just going to do Friday date nights. And you know what? If things go good, we're going to do Sunday night too. Hey, double, double portion, double blessing. Love her. Invest in her. And you'll notice that your love for her goes up 
agree with her. Let her be right even when she's wrong. You know, now if it's something critical that's going to affect your family in five years, I have the five-year rule. If it's going to, if it doesn't matter in five years, then it doesn't matter now. It's not worth, not worth arguing about. But if it's going to matter in five years, what church you go to, what school your children go to, yeah, you need to put your foot down and do what's best. Uh, if you guys don't agree, then be the man, make a man decision. But if it's something that doesn't matter, all this little stuff, Burger King, don't let her get it, man. It's not worth it. Just so in her love for her, let her know that her uh, she matters. What she thinks matters, and that you're willing to concede to her um, whenever you possibly can. Love her, then then you'll notice that uh, loving her uh, becomes of more interest. Twenty. Why my son be intoxicated with another man's wife? Why embrace the bosom of a wayward woman? Love your own. Proverbs six. My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Honor this, this teaching, honor this wisdom. 21, bind them always on your heart, fasten them around your neck. 22, when you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you are awake, when you awake, they will speak to you. Seek after Jesus. Jesus will seek after you. Those are the traits of a highly desirable man. Listen, fellas, let me pray over you every man that is listening to this podcast let me just pray over you and take a moment to prophesy over you lord god in the name of jesus to every man uh, that listened to this we blessed the women last time let me bless the men for every father for every male for every boyfriend lord god i ask you to touch them let them be strong let them seek wisdom lord god touch their hands that way everything they they put their hands to prosperous touch their heart and their soul that they seek after you 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 say lord god that you want us to prosper as our soul prospers touch their soul lord god let it prosper greatly lord god touch their minds fellas just touch your head touch their minds let them think of creative ideas to to better their homes their wives their families their jobs lord god just touch make them mighty and make them davids make them moseses make them jesuses lord god Jesus said greater things than these will happen, Lord God. So let greater things happen at the men that are listening to this podcast. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. Hey, listen, we're at the end of the podcast, but not at the end of our time together. Please check out Word Today on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dare to disciple. Follow me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Levi Griffin and on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Levi underscore Griffin. Hey, thanks again for listening. And in the words of John Green, don't forget to be awesome.